But the good news is the ones that did, you didn't have to be a math teacher to figure out what the common theme was and is that they were senior homeowners. And so I was like, okay, how do I get more of these folks? Why is it these deals are such great deals? Before we get into it, I want to introduce you to Groundbreaker, today's sponsor and partner. They are an all-in-one suite of tools for small to medium-sized real estate syndicators. They've got a special focus on real estate syndicators with 1 million to 100 million assets under management. They help you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Groundbreaker will help you scale your business without the need to scale your overhead. So they're going to help reduce your costs because of the admin team that won't need to be as large. And they're going to help you reduce your risk of data breach because of the security systems that they have in place. They'll help you increase your revenue by growing your assets under management because you're going to be allowed to focus on the things that are most important, like business growth and operations not those administrative logistics. And ultimately, they're going to help you elevate your company's brand and professionalism and investor experience because your investors are going to enjoy having this platform with all their information versus however you're currently doing it. Three things specifically about Groundbreaker I personally like. One, super easy to use from an investor standpoint and from a general partner standpoint. Two, it allows investors and general partners to fund electronically, meaning that a limited partner can complete their entire subscription and funding cycle without leaving the platform. And on the general partnership side, for distributions, you can set it up so that you can trigger bulk ACH payments within the platform. And then last thing I really like about Groundbreaker is it's, well, it's cost effective. It's healthy to the bottom line. Their basic plan allows sponsors to sign up for as little as $100 per month with no limits on deals or investors. And you can read all about their pricing on their website. Speaking of their website, it is groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe, J-O-E. And when you go there, groundbreaker.co forward slash J-O-E, you're going to get access to a pitch deck that the Groundbreaker team created so that you have a template should you want to use that and customize it for your own deal. So go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, today's guest is being interviewed by Theo Hicks. You know, Theo, he's with us every Friday on Follow Along Friday. You're going to get a lot of value from this conversation. So with that being said, let's get going. Hello, best of your listeners, and welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Theo Hicks, and today we're speaking with Max Keller. Max, how are you doing today? Doing great. How are you, sir? I am well. Thanks for asking. Thanks for taking the time to speak with us today. A little bit about Max's background. He's a real estate investor, speaker, and mentor with five years of real estate experience. His unique marketing approach actually landed him on stage with Robert Kiyosaki, and he received the 2019 Industry Innovator of the Year Award. He has flipped over 100 houses and is based in Dallas, Texas, and his website where you're going to get a free goodie, which he will talk about at some point during the podcast, is dealschasingyou.com slash fearless. 
So deals, D-E-A-L-S, chasing, C-H-A-S-I-N-G-U-Y-O-U.com and then slash Fairless, Joe Fairless, his last name, F-A-I-R-L-E-S-S. So Max, without further ado, do you mind letting us know some more about your background and what you're focused on today? Sure. Like I said, a full-time real estate investor out of Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. I was a math teacher before I got into real estate and I actually got into real estate with the idea of just doing it part-time. I love teaching. I worked at an inner city school, taught algebra and coached football, basketball, and track. And I just wanted to get a couple rentals a year. My family was growing. And when I would retire, I'd have a little nest egg built up. And like a lot of people who are probably listening, I just got the real estate bug, got some good local info, some mentorship, flipped my first deal. It was a wholesale deal and it was a good five-figure profit. And then just kind of kept going from there flipped the house, did a seller finance deal and went full-time. So I've been full-time five years, flipped a lot of houses. But one of the things that I uncovered, I guess it was around 2017, was that in my market, Dallas-Fort Worth, very competitive, a lot of hedge funds, iBuyers moving in. So there was just a ton of competition and my return on ad spend was getting less and less. So my solution to that was to do more of what wasn't working as well which I don't know if that's really the best idea. So anyways, it's just really frustrating because I got into real estate for freedom and financial freedom. And I felt like I was in a rat race. I felt like there was just millions of people doing the same thing that I was doing. And I was kind of a dime a dozen. And I didn't like that. I was actually thinking about just going back to teaching, even though I was making great money, but I never give up. So I found that the problem was, is I was sending out the exact same message to the same list of people that a lot of other people had too. Pretty much every other wholesaler and flipper in my market was mailing the same people. And there was just a big stack of junk mail. And it really wasn't what I wanted to do. So what I did, because at this point, I'd already done about 50 or 60 deals, is I just went through my deals and I went back and said, okay, which one of the deals have what's important to me? And I think for a while, I was worried about what everybody else was doing, like in my masterminds and some of my colleagues. And I was like, okay, what's important to me when I'm doing deals? And what was important for me was I wanted to have a good profit on my deals. I wanted to work with sellers that weren't resisting my offers. And I wanted to have fun. I want to make money, but I wanted to have fun too. And at the time in 2017, I wasn't. I was doing everything to get leads. I was working every single kind of list. I was doing postcards. I was doing yellow letters. We just started doing some text campaigns. I had motivated seller websites, bandit signs, and it was unpredictable. And I really wanted something more predictable. So What I did was I just went through the list. The bad news is most of my deals didn't meet my criteria, but the good news is the ones that did, you didn't have to be a math teacher to figure out what the common theme was and is that they were senior homeowners. And so I was like, okay, how do I get more of these folks? Why is it these deals are such great deals? And I took care of my grandma. She took care of me when I was younger. So I'd always been around seniors and I liked them and they needed a lot of help. And I found myself in these living rooms with seniors for three or four hours because they lived in their house a long time. Their house didn't need a tremendous amount of work. It was usually a cosmetic rehab. So I could wholesale those to local landlords and make the most money. And I liked helping them. My grandma passed away in 2011 and I still miss her. So it was cool when I go meet with these senior homeowners, it felt like I was with my grandma and I was making good money and I was helping these families. So, okay, how do I get more of these seniors? And what I was noticing was a lot of them weren't on my list that I was targeting. 
They weren't absentee landlords. They weren't late on their mortgage. A lot of them, the house was paid off. They weren't getting code violation lists. A lot of them, their house was fine. They said really needed a cosmetic update. So another thing that was noticing in this highly competitive market was I was noticing that some of my offers were getting accepted, but somebody else was offering a lot more money and the seller was still picking me. And I was like, okay, that's a good thing. Why is that happening? <laughs> so I asked one of the sellers about six months later, I said, Hey, I'm Max with Save Your Home Buyers. That's my home buying business. Do you remember me? And they're like, Oh, yeah. And I said, Well, I think you had a higher offer previously. Is that true? And he's like, Yeah. And this was the son of the mom that I bought the house from. I was like, Well, just curious, why did y'all end up going with me? And he said, It really wasn't a hard decision. And the main thing was because they trusted me, they felt like I genuinely cared about them. They felt I wasn't just there to make a deal. And the other people that were offering more money were telling them how crappy their house was. When are you going to hurry up and sign the contract? And it was just like a lot of pressure. And I've never really been good at pressuring people. I don't like people doing that to me. I took all the sales negotiation classes. John Martinez has some great trainings, a friend of mine. And those are all great things, but I never felt comfortable like that. I was a teacher. I like teaching people what their options were and then just let them pick. I just felt like that was a better way to do it. So I knew I was all in seniors, but I wanted to get more of them. So my strategy was kind of two approached. One is I started learning about the other things that they needed help with. And I found that when I made a list of all the assisted living facilities in my area to refer them to, I made a list of different probate attorneys, like all of these things are happening at the same time. And so when I made that list, I was adding more value to the deal and I was getting higher value deals. It wasn't because I was applying leverage or negotiation strategies. I was just truly adding more value and I was getting paid more and I liked it. But the downside was it wasn't very scalable. It was really based on relationships. And I was in these living rooms for three or four hours and I had another person helping me buy houses. And so I wanted to figure out how to reach more of these people because I want to scale up my business and hit some big deal flow goals. So I got the idea on how to get more seniors from another one of my homeowners. So I was at a homeowner's house and it was the adult daughter of the homeowner was like, you've helped our family out a ton. We really appreciate you. And you know a lot about senior housing and everything that we needed help with. Have you ever considered writing a book about this? And I was like, no, I was a math teacher. I wasn't an English teacher. I'm dyslexic. I'm the last person who would ever write a book. But then I thought about it and I was like, that's actually kind of a good idea. At this point, I was pretty much being identified by a lot of local influencers as the person who knew a lot about senior housing. And by writing a book, it would allow me to go from that to the person who wrote the book on senior housing. The problem was I didn't know how to write a book. So I learned how to write a book. And essentially, I just kind of took all the questions that I was getting asked over and over and over again by these families, wrote them down put the answers to the questions, pros and cons. I connected people to different resources, taught them things that weren't just about selling their house, but were still important to them. And that was my first book. It took a couple hundred hours to write it. And it's called Home to Home, the Step-by-Step -Step Senior Housing Guide. And it's basically just a how-to book. It's not a memoir. It's not my life story. My prospects don't care about my life story. They want to know how I can solve their problem. And so the book is just full of solutions so it's a how-to lead generation book before I even knew what that was, but that's what it ended up being. And so I just print out a hundred copies. I start giving it away and it became my new business card. It became a total game changer in my marketing. And it led to a lot of other things that 
I never saw coming in a million years. Thank you for sharing that detailed background. So you wrote the book. Yeah. So you printed off a hundred copies. You might explain to us exactly how you writing this book led to you being able to do more deals. Maybe people listening don't understand exactly how a book or in general, like a thought leadership platform, like a podcast or something actually lead to tangible deals, even though the book or the podcast isn't saying directly, hey, give me deals. So explain how that works. Maybe give us an example of the first deal you got directly because of the book. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. No problem. So it's kind of funny that you say that because a lot of people think that the way to make money with a book is selling a book. And selling a book is a great way to make money if you're Stephen King or JK Rowling. But for most people, people who make a lot of money selling a book, they're already really well known. So I found that the biggest benefit was giving my book away. And it's kind of three components. So one of them was more referrals. One of them was better positioning in the mind of my prospect, which has led to more exclusive deals, faster acceleration of trust, because that's really what marketing is, is trust. And then the other one was the ability to speak to groups of people at once. So the first deal that I got from my book, it's kind of funny. I didn't give the person my book. It goes back to what I was saying before, is that when I used to give people my business card or I send them some direct mail, they would throw it away or they'd lose it. But with an autographed book, they wouldn't. And I give my book to somebody in my regular marketing. Step one was I gave it to all the people I know. Step two is I took the normal marketing that I was doing, my digital stuff, my physical marketing. And all I did was just add a picture of me with my book and say, hey, by the way, if you're not ready to sell your house right now, because that's what I'm doing, I'm buying houses and I'm an agent too. I say, if you're not ready to sell your house right now, I wrote this book and you can buy it online for $12.99. Or you can call our office and we'll send you a copy. What we noticed is our conversion rate from when we started doing that on our direct mail went from 1% to 3 to 4%. So we're getting a lot more conversations. Then we're sending the book out to them and they're reading it and they're like, okay, they're perceiving it as, wow, this person knows a lot. This person's serious about their business. And this person's putting themselves out there and I can trust this person. And so the first deal, this one lady called us and she wanted a copy of the book. So I said, okay, if we send you a copy of the book, will you read it? Because it doesn't do any good if you don't read it. And she's like, absolutely. So how long will it take you? A couple of weeks. I said, okay, why don't we call you in a couple of weeks and just get your feedback on the book? And it takes the pressure off of the sale. Because before I would call people up and they would ghost me. I try to follow up and they're not answering the phone. But this has made it so easy because it's not talking about the transaction. Now we're just talking about the book. We're getting feedback on the book. So I called the lady up. This is in Haltom City, Texas. And I said, hey, did you get the book? What'd you think? She's like, man, it's awesome. So I really like it. I'm feeling really good about where I'm at with my house stuff, but my neighbor's struggling. So I gave her the book and she's going to give you a call. And that's how we got our first deal. So it was by somebody physically taking it over to the neighbor's house. And this lady had a walker. So I've sent out hundreds of thousands of dollars of yellow letters and postcards and all the things you're supposed to do. I never had anybody put my yellow letter in their basket, walk over to the neighbor's house and give it to them. So that was my first deal. It's hard to pick one, but a huge one is just being pre-qualified. So when somebody calls our office, the first thing we ask them and they say, Hey, we found your info. We want you to look at our house. So the first thing that our intake specialists say is, okay, have you gotten a copy of our book yet? That's just something they don't hear a lot, especially in our space. Yeah, we wrote the book on senior housing, but chapter three is all the ways to sell your house, pros and cons of each. So if we send you a copy of the book, 
before we come over, can you read chapter three? Because we don't want you to make any mistakes. And if you read chapter three and you don't want to sell your house anymore, you can just give us a call. We won't come over. And they're like, oh, well, that's so nice. So we send a courier copy of the book to their house. They read chapter three. They read the other chapters too, and they get to know me. So now when I'm walking into the house or the other person that helps me buy, we're already pre-qualified. Whereas before the old way I was marketing, I was in a big stack of postcards and I was almost like interviewing for a job. That's what it felt like. They're like, okay, you got an hour. And then somebody else is coming in and somebody else is coming in. And whoever pays me the most is who's going to get the deal. And I'm going to win and you're going to lose. And now it's totally pivoted. And I start getting all these exclusive deals, which was really, really rare in Dallas-Fort Worth. A lot of deals, there's investors laying on the yard waiting to go in the house. And I asked this one lady, I said, step six of my script is who else are you considering to buy your house? She was all confused when I asked her that. And she's like, well, just you. I'm like, well, I'm good with that. But can I ask why? And she's like, well, there were some other people that I called before you. But once I got your book and got to know you, I called them back and told them not to come over anymore. And then there were some people I was going to call after you. But I didn't call them because why would I work with anybody else when I already have the person who wrote the book on this subject? And that's really when the light bulb went off. And I was like, wow, I have something really powerful here. So in this market, it's been a way that we can just shift it from more control on the seller side to more control on my side. And it makes for a smoother transaction. It goes back to those three things that were important. Higher profit per deal. I'm not trying to help the whole world. I'm trying to help the people that I'm most situated to add value to. I want to work with people who see me as the trusted advisor and consultant, and I want to have fun. And when those first two things happen, it just makes it a lot of fun. So that's some of the ways that we've able to get more deal flow from a how-to lead gen book. I love this strategy and thank you for sharing with us some of these very specific secrets that, as you mentioned, resulted in you getting all of these exclusive opportunities. All right, Max, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Man, it's hard to pick one. That's a great question. Best real estate investing advice. I think it's been just pick your niche and go with it. Trying to do a million different strategies just never worked for me. And the people that I kind of look up to, they sort of have an area that they picked and they got really, really good at it. So that's been the path that I've been following. Got it. All right. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. First, a uh, quick word from our sponsor. Groundbreaker helps you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. That's groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe to get a free deal pitch deck template. Max, what is the best ever book you've recently read that you didn't write? My favorite book is Deep Work by Cal Newport. It talks about how the economy is changing. I think we've all seen that and how to really prosper in the 21st century. I love that book. If your business were to collapse today, what would you do next? Math teacher. I would still do real estate. There's always money to make. So I would just keep doing real estate. But if for some reason I couldn't, if there was no more real estate, which I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I love being a math teacher every mm -hmm. second. What type of math are you teaching? I, I taught you junior teach? high. That was sort of the age group. If you go to the job fair, there's a long line of people who want to be elementary teachers. It's been their whole dream. And then there's a bunch of crusty people who love their topic that want to be in high school. And then there's nobody in line to work with middle school kids, but they're hilarious. I love that age. I taught algebra and it's very cool stuff. What is the best ever way you like to give back? Just church and then through my job. 
this is what I do to make income, but I help a lot of people. And now we have people who license our content all over the nation and they do the same thing. They do the lead gen book, they give it out. But most of the people who get our book, we're not ever going to really help directly or make money from, but they get a lot of help. So sure. that's been kind of cool having a helpful teaching mission tied in with making income. That's been how I've been giving back. How many books would you say you've given away for free? I'm just curious. For me, thousands. And then I have about a hundred students that license our content all over the country for their own local edition. We create them for them instead of okay. them having to write the book themselves. And they've given away a lot too. So we're on a goal to give out a million for the deal flow book and for the raising money book. And I think the last time I looked at the numbers, we got about three and a half years left to hit those goals. So it's a lot of books. So your goal is to give away a million books. Mm-hmm. Nice. Last question is what's the best ever place to reach you? Best ever place to reach me. You mean like my contact info? Or yeah. Like or just if people want to get in contact with you or learn more about you and what you do. What should they do? Yeah. Website's good dealschasingyou.com forward slash fairless. You can get a copy of the book that we wrote, the real estate investor book writing checklist. It's basically how to write a how-to book, how to write an ebook, improve your messaging. So if you're an active real estate investor and you're doing deals and you want to improve your messaging to increase your conversion rate, you'll learn something from that book for sure. So they can just go there. They can check me out on Facebook. My home buying website is savior, like our Lord and savior home buyers, or they can just see us at deals chasing you pretty easy to find me. Well, Max, thank you so much for joining us. I really enjoyed this conversation and I've never heard this strategy before, but I love it. And you've got my mind racing on how to apply this to what we do, which is raising capital. So as you mentioned, overall, the strategy is that you create a how-to book based off of the questions you were getting and receiving from all of your various customers. In this case, it was the people who were I'm assuming selling their house and moving to a senior housing assisted living facilities. Yes. And then first gave it away to everyone you knew. And then you would add a picture of yourself with the book to all of your marketing pieces. Right. And then you would say your typical message. But then if you aren't ready to sell, hey, you can go buy this book or you can get it for free. And then you said that this increased your call rate from 1% to about 4%. And then what I really like, so I see is maybe even more powerful than that is when people call in, you can tell them specifically what chapter of the book to read based off of what question they have. Right. I really like that because like not only is he giving me a free book, but he's giving me a specific chapter of his book to read. I mean, right. you said how that adds value. And then you give an example on the first deal. It was actually the person's neighbor who you ended up buying the deal from. And then we mentioned that this book has led to a lot of deals. I really love this strategy. And then your best ever advice was to pick your niche and then go with it. Avoid the shiny object syndrome. Don't try to do a million things. Just pick one specific thing like you picked senior housing. Yeah. And you kind of apply this as well to your marketing, which is your niche for marketing is the book. So Max, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing this strategy with us. Best of listeners, as always, thank you for listening. Have a best ever day and we'll talk to you tomorrow.